Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Macy's Parade Balloon. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hal, you want to uh, start with the thing? Oh, I already did the thing. Oh, you already did the... I did yeah, I got it out of the way. Oh. The topic, yeah. Okay. It's already done. Hal Lublin, you're telling me that you recorded the topic. One of my most delightful moments of any recording of this podcast is hearing you say, best Macy's balloon. And I didn't get to hear it this time. I'm trying to juice listener counts, and I figured that's the way to get you listening to it, is if I deny you the thing you love the most. Well, that's not the thing I love the most. The mm. thing I love the most every year is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, sometimes called the Macy's Day Parade by people who just have shortened it to that, myself included. And the other thing that I love the most is our guest today, Kate Micucci. Hi, Kate. Hi, guys. It's so good to see you. Oh, it's so good good to to see you, too. too. Thank you for having me. I feel this is very serendipitous. I didn't know we all shared such a love of the Macy's Day Parade. Did you call it the Macy's Day Parade? (laughs) You know, you just, I don't think I've ever realized. I probably switched back and forth and don't notice. So, yeah, thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, the holiday is now known as Macy's Day. Yeah. (laughs) So did you grow up a fan of the parade? When did you get hooked? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, for as long as I can remember, and, um, I lived in New Jersey until I was eight, and my parents told me they took me to the parade when I was three. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember, but there is a great story that we were at the parade, and of course, this is 1983. Mm -hmm. So New York is a different vibe back then. Um, (laughs) and I'm in my stroller, and this man in a trench coat, comes up to me and my dad has told me the story that he just said, Oh, look at the pretty little baby. And then he threw open his trench coat and he was naked. And oh. I laughed. <laughs> and ever since Nothing then, actually probably ever since then, I have loved the parade. No, um, oh my God. I, I don't remember that, but I, I do think it's a funny story. But then, yeah, I just always grew up watching it on TV. Wow. But you guys, where, where did your love of the parade begin? I was in New York City in a trench coat and. <laughs> You know, (laughs) for me, it's always just sort of been around. Like, it's just always on TV. And I love giant balloons. Like, that's my favorite. Floats are fine. Floats are great. They're creative. But I love watching giant balloons try to navigate the narrow streets of New York. And sometimes fail. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the excitement. It's the possibility of failure. And then the the triumph when they make it to the other side without exploding and creating a national (laughs) incident. Yeah, if they can get all the way to Herald Square, they've made it. That's where the good cameras are. That's where it's all lit up. That's where they got to wait 45 minutes at the beginning of the parade and just show us Broadway songs until the parade finally gets there. You can make it (laughs) anywhere. That's right. A few years ago, I was in New York and I was in Herald Square and they were rehearsing. It was a few days before Thanksgiving. Cool. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, it was freezing cold. And I might have been like, I think maybe the only person like trying to get a glimpse of anything at this hour. <laughs> and um, and this cop was there and I was like, oh, this is so exciting. And I was like, oh, I just love the parade. And this is so cool to get to watch them rehearse. Like, it was just like a dance routine. They were walking through it. And the guy was like, where are you from? And <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I just like I'm so enamored by every little bit of the parade. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> that cop has seen too much because he's seen the parade of the fallen that happens the next day with the balloons that don't make it, which is just people dragging burlap and rubber and oh. canvas down the street while a dirge plays. Did y'all come across any of these stories about what they used to do with the balloons and the gathering up of them at the end? No. Mm-mm. So it turns out back in between 1929 and 1932, they would release the balloons thinking, hey, they're full of helium. We'll just have these, you know, kaiju floating above Manhattan for a couple of days and then they'll slowly sink down to the ground. Well, what they did was they put a return label on each of the balloons so people wouldn't steal them that said, bring these balloons back to Macy's and we will give you one hundred dollars. This was in the Great Depression, mm. the beginning of the Great Depression and also the beginning of aviation. So what started happening is pilots in these little rickety planes would go and try to spear these balloons to snag them and then take them back to Macy's for the hundred dollar bounty on each of them. I read an article about a plane crash because of this. You know that story? Yes. Mm. There was one person that did it successfully in 31. He snagged three of them and took them back to Macy's and got 300 bucks. So the next year, a lot more people tried it. And this woman tried to spear into the tiger. It snagged her propeller, I guess. And almost took her down until she and her co-pilot were able to pull it back up. Wow. Those aerial dogfights with helium balloons after the <laughs> Macy's parade is one of my favorite images of the early 20th century that I did not know existed. Yeah, the, the skies being a New Yorker looking up into seeing random giant balloons and little airplanes trying to catch them. Like, that is really weird. You're right. That's that's pretty great. Oh, they found a way during the Depression. Hey, put yourself at risk. Right. In what's basically unproven technology. At this point, for a chance at a hundred bucks, but the whole parade, which was mm-hmm. originally called the Christmas Parade, only existed because Macy's had started consolidating and bought an entire block's worth of buildings to make their store. So this was to celebrate the grand opening in 1924. All roads lead to Macy's. They want people to come in and spend money. But do you know, either of you, where the first Thanksgiving parade, the first Thanksgiving parade, took place four years earlier? That same concept. Do you know where it was? On the Mayflower. That's correct. Four years earlier on the Mayflower. Four years earlier on the Mayflower, a bunch of very sick (laughs) Europeans got a lot of help and were not appreciative of it. Yes. It took place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, I had a feeling. I'll just say it through Gimbal's, which Mm. barely exists anymore. I think it's an online retailer. The villains from Miracle on 34th Street? Correct. Yeah. (laughs) They're the bad guys that Macy begrudgingly shakes hands with. Yeah. Wonder who was behind that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Let's talk about these balloons. Okay. Yeah. The balloons first came about in 1929 because they wanted to stop using actual animals that were scaring children. It's, you know, it's kind of scary <laughs> to parade a tiger down the middle of, uh, down the middle of Broadway in New York. So, uh, so that seemed like a bad idea. Uh, 1928 were the first ones. That was uh, four animal balloons to replace the zoo animals. The very next year, they got the Cats and Jammer Kids, and that was the first comic strip tie-in to the Macy's Parade. After that, more comic book characters in the early 30s. In 1931, all animals except for one giant two-headed person. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) One of my favorites. By the way, that image on the top there is one of the balloons that was snagged by the first aviator that tried it. So it does look like a giant dragon in the sky. Yeah. 
And then uh, 1933, mostly the same ones with a few new ones. They took the two-headed guy, turned the two-headed guy into Gulliver, which seems like a wonderful balloon to me because in this case, in regular life every year at the Macy's Parade, it is humans watching giant balloons. I like to think that for one balloon in 1933, because he was Gulliver, it was his story and we were all the tiny little ant people that he was walking above. I know you're walking us through... Yeah, I'm just going to get like a, a quick overview of the earliest okay. years. I know you have another 78 years to walk us through, but before that, we should say that, <laughs> that our researcher, Kate McManus, gave us a list of 250 balloons, yeah. like as exhaustive a list as she could mm-hmm. with pictures where she could. And we have each selected our own top 10 from this. One of my top 10 is here on this picture. On really? This 1933 level. is one of your top 10. Yes. Can I okay. guess which one it might be? Please. <laughs> Is it the crying baby? No, but that is a really good choice. Oh, I, now I look at the crying baby and I regret not adding it to my top ten. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one I see here is Felix the cat. Who, oh, he's one of my favorites too, actually. How? Yeah. Um, yes, talk about him. I love Felix. Now, the, Macy's claims that he was at the first parade, which he was not, that he was yeah. the first licensed character they had. This was his first appearance in 1933. He was only there for two years. But he's a really important character in early animation who's sort of fallen by the wayside. And I love him. And I love seeing him represented here. There's something about this balloon that just feels iconic to me, even though I never saw it live. And I can't. Part of it is probably because I wish more people knew about Felix the Cat, unless there's something super problematic in his cartoons, which there probably was from the time they were produced. But I love him as a character and I love seeing him represented. It's a good indicator of how big a character he was at the time that he appeared in the parade before Mickey Mouse did. You know, I I had chosen Felix because when I was, I think, three or four, we went to Macy's uh, a different time than the parade for me to just meet Santa. And Felix was like the promotional figure. Like, you know, you could buy Felix the Cat stuffed animals and things like Mm -hmm. that. And I just remember that was when I really learned who Felix was. So I have this like very early memory of going to New York and to Macy's and tying that all in. And so that was why I picked Felix as well. Yeah, I love not Felix. the crying baby. Not the crying baby. <laughs> um, well, I have news for both of you. Don't worry, colicky baby is on my list. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> so we are starting off strong. 1933, a good year, giving us Felix and colicky baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to jump deeper into our list? Because I don't know how much how, I'm sure there are going to be some where we overlap with one another. Or do you want to keep walking through history? I just want to walk through just the early years. Okay. You can see patterns that sort of emerge. Mm-hmm. And if you think of them as the Avengers, uh, Captain America and a Thor sort of pop up as these tent poles mm-hmm. with other ones swirling around them. I just wanted to talk about this time specifically because most of these are Macy's doing the, a guy named Tony Sarg is making these balloons for Macy's in the early years up until 1941 when they stop. They have a big rubber drive. They give 650 tons. I think, to uh, the war effort. And then they come back in the 40s. And that's when it really starts the super big commercial version. But these early years, it seems like each year they were just throwing different stuff out there to see what would stick. I love that they took a giant colonial man and Mm -hmm. the next year they painted him differently and turned him into a police officer. But another one that is on my list is 1937's Pinocchio. Oh, God, that no. Wow. 1937's Pinocchio <laughs> is the most horrifying <laughs> balloon. I guess we got used to Pinocchio's nose being like a skinny twig of wood mm-hmm. and not a monstrous, bulbous, looks like a giant potato. 
among other things. That grows upward in a yeah. in a yeah. almost obscene fashion. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think this balloon, if you have not seen this balloon, check out the 1937 Pinocchio <laughs> balloon. Is that uh, on your list? Oh, I think, look, I figured it, that, I figured that our lists would have yeah. a bunch of, uh, there's going to be a lot of people that say Snoopy. And I wanted to yeah. make sure some of these early guys get some shout outs. Is that because you watch Pinocchio's show on TLC, my 800 pound notes? <laughs> yes. By the way, if He's we're going to so do brave. that, I do want to go back in time to 1928 because uh-huh. one of the ones I have on my list is carnivorous fish <laughs> only because there's no reason that is ever a good idea to put in a parade. You're only going to frighten children. Yeah. By showing them a giant fish that is going to devour them whole. And of all of them, it's the most realistic with razor sharp <laughs> teeth. Is it? Those eyes? <laughs> have you seen a fish that looks like that? Look, of these five <laughs> shapes. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'll accept that. <laughs> looks a heck of a lot more realistic than that tiger. <laughs> that tiger looks like someone put grill marks on a giant hot dog and then attached four extra hot dogs to it. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. Yeah, these are, I mean, so much nightmare fuel, those early years. Another one of my favorites, I was debating between Pinocchio and this one, is Little Man, Big Man. I love Little Man, Big Man. Yeah, it's a fun optical illusion that you can only make with a balloon full of air, which is a teeny little man holding up a great big giant man with a mustache. (laughs) And both of them have incredible thighs. (laughs) They really do. My goodness, the thighs. Yeah. Holy cow. And it looks like the big man is colicky baby all grown up. <laughs> hey, he turned out okay. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that sweet? <laughs> he turned his weakness into strength. Oh, my gosh. Now do you want to start dipping into lists? Yeah, I'm just kind of, I've been going through some of my kind lists. Of freestyling? Yeah. Kate, what is another one on your list you want to throw out there? Well, okay, so I really, I got to be honest, I, I I just put the ones on the list that really meant something to me as a kid. Sure. So we got to go up to the 80s for that. But yeah, Felix the Cat was on there. Uh, here's a one, one that I think is just, I like the white star Macy balloons because they're just like, they're the parade, you know, to me. Yep. Like, I know yeah. that's not very exciting, but uh, they're just those iconic you know, the parade's going to be happening if you see those stars. But, you know, by the way, have either of you ever gone to watch the balloons get blown up the night before? No, no. Oh, you can do that? It's the coolest. They like they you walk through the sidewalks and they have it all like roped off and everybody's like, you know, bundled up and they blast pop music. And it's just like a party. And it's the coolest thing. And the funniest thing is they just kind of look like they're um, in crazy positions, like maybe even like. Uh, you know, a little dirty because, sure. you know, like Spider-Man's just in a position that looks a little not right. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's just it, <laughs> even it, it, inflated. That yeah, one does. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just it was it. I did it only once, but it was very thrilling. And I highly recommend uh, if you have a chance to be in New York at Thanksgiving, go watch them get blown up. What a cool idea. Where do they do it? Like in <laughs> Central Park or somewhere? Cause, it's, like, it's uh, right be up off, where they start. Right? Yeah. Right where they start. Right off the park near the um the museum. And it's just like you walk along the block where the museum is. It's so cool. Oh, that is so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I I recommend it. Since we mentioned Spider-Man, I do have him on my list. Number one, because of Mm -hmm. just how ridiculous the positioning of that balloon is. (laughs) Because Spider-Man swings through. You could put him in the swinging and he would still look like he was reclining, but he would look like he was swinging rather than putting him in his wall crawling pose, which doesn't look like he's crawling on a wall anywhere else. It looks like he's in Showgirls. And he does literally have a very famous pose that takes place maybe even on that street, on the parade route. 
Spider-Man himself has been there in movies slinging down Broadway. Yep. Why not have the just the giant version of him doing that? But I guess the ropes would have to be going the wrong direction. Yeah, I guess so. I did a know. lot of Spider-Man poses, and I think they just picked the one that worked the best for a balloon. And I, <laughs> I just think it's so weird that I put him on the list. I don't think he's the best one, but there's something about it. Every time I see it, I shake my head. Sometimes it's just stuff that you love, like Kate said, like loving yeah. those white stars or the striped candy cane that's been in the parade most years since its inception. Mm-hmm. I liked the stars later on when, because they're small enough to manipulate, when they would do the three red ones before Santa would come in, and they would kind of have them going up and down a little bit. I always ah. thought that was kind of fun. Like they have the ability to do that, that you can't get, you know, 90 people to lift Yogi up and bring him back down successfully to music. (laughs) Another thing, this is not balloon related, but I I just want to say another thing I love about the parade is I always look for the mistakes. I don't know if you guys do this, but it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a parade. So it's just full of funny things happening. Um, Like, you know, with the musical guests maybe missing their cue to start singing and, you know, their lip syncing. (laughs) If you catch one of those, it's it's like a gold star. I feel like um, my brother and I, we usually watch the parade together and then we'd find these moments and then we rewatch it with friends and point out the funny things. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Oh, man. Sorry about this. It's all good. I just think of it as the lawn care parade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's keep not only it doesn't go by your window just once, it keeps going by your window. If you could see the most amazing leaf blower, I, I could try to be like, <laughs> it's orange and black, and this year it's filled with gasoline. <laughs> A lot of people don't realize this, but it's related directly to the show because that leaf blower is being operated by Spider Man in a very <laughs> precarious pose. I just looked to see if I could find my photos of the balloons being blown up, and I can't find if I can find them later, I'll send them to you because Please. They're very fun. And like I said, they look kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to throw out one from this era that was around. And this is purely joy from my childhood. And that's the Kermit balloon. That was on my list as well. Oh, a great I've one. always loved the Kermit balloon because it looks just like him. They nailed it. Also, yeah. I always loved the people who got to carry the, you know, hold the Kermit balloon are dressed like Kermit. And that's a very cool thing, too. Yeah. I'm assuming you've got some Muppet fandom in you, uh, Kate. Oh, yeah. I actually, when I first moved out to L.A., I interned at the Jim Henson Company because I love Muppets so much. But I thought I was going to see Muppets, and I only got to organize Fraggle Rock slides in a basement. (laughs) (laughs) But you've seen more pictures of Boober than anybody ever has. That's very true. Yeah. (laughs) That's a a claim to fame. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of characters that bring you joy, I was a huge Garfield fan as a kid. Mm -hmm. So I added Garfield to my list. And I feel like this Garfield... Look, I know he's a big cat. When he sits around the house, he really sits around the house. <laughs> I read all of his books, the treasuries, nine lives, everything. And who but doesn't I, love lasagna? Who doesn't love lasagna? <laughs> and who doesn't hate Mondays? <laughs> but uh, this feels like a particularly chunky Garfield, which is what I love about it so much. It's like, it looks like he just ate. And now he's just sort of being carried like royalty down the streets <laughs> of New York. <laughs> He's having a good old time. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He looks like he could be a little stoned. Oh, for sure. Garfield always looks like he could be a little stoned. Except that one that one rare panel where his eyes are all whites instead of the orange line across. Yeah, that's when he's tripping. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's all pupil. It's just Mm -hmm. giant Garfield pupils. Yeah. All right. Who else you guys have on your lists from around this time? Let's while we're sticking with childhood favorites. Who else are your uh, sort of indulgent childhood favorite ones? 
Well, you know, I had Woody Woodpecker on my list as well, just okay. because he just reminds me of, I, it just was one of those, I think it was just more nostalgia than anything. I mean, I did watch Woody Woodpecker, but yeah, I just think he, he looks really happy to be there. <laughs> yes. Arms in the air. Did you find yourself ever, because I always loved the Woody Woodpecker float, but I never watched Woody Woodpecker cartoons a lot. And I find that there are floats that I love from things that I don't really know much about. I've always loved the Betty Boop float, but I don't know that I've ever actually seen a Betty Boop cartoon. Really? I know I never, yeah, not the old 30s ones. I never read or saw Clifford the Big Red Dog, but I loved Clifford the Big Red Dog coming down whatever avenue it was, Broadway or whatever. By the way, I'm glad you brought up, oh, there's Spider-Man. In this, <laughs> Mark put together a video clip. We'll post it for everyone to see of the balloons over the years. And the Spider-Man just came up and my goodness, but I have Clifford on my list because, so there were a few different criteria. One is like, how hilarious is it? Carnivorous fish and qualified <laughs> for that. Then what pulls at my heart? Garfield pulls at my heart. And this one, Clifford the Big Red Dog, I think for which characters is the balloon like the best actualization in real life of that character? And he's a big red dog. And now he's a big red dog balloon. So it feels like it's to proper scale yeah. for him. And yeah. that's why I added him to my list. And he's cute. That is a really good point. He's a life size. It's to scale for Clifford. Yeah. yeah. In some ways, that makes him maybe the perfect balloon. It kind yeah. of is. Uh, well, I have another one that I think may fit that category. But also among these pictures, I have Ronald McDonald because he's appeared in so many different versions. That's why I have him I on my list, Ronald too. Mc I have Ronald McDonald <laughs> on my list. It's just like I actually maybe have only eaten at McDonald's a few times in my life. I, I don't even, you know, but... He is part of the parade, you know? Oh, yeah. And this version looks like he is about to break his neck because he slipped and fell on a <laughs> Yeah. Milkshake. Yeah. It looks like giant Ronald McDonald has fallen off of one of the skyscrapers and the balloons he is holding have not helped slow his fall. Yeah. <laughs> it really is bad. I think this is the version that's my favorite, though, because, like, it's so, like, why would you, you could have him in the same position as Woody Woodpecker. And no one would bat an eye, but this one is like, he's going to sue somebody if he survives whatever's happening to him <laughs> in this balloon. Yeah, I, I, I think like the sound effect that he's making is just like, oh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the song he's singing on the parade route and lip syncing poorly in that one chance. Hit. <laughs> That's the chorus. Yeah. Oh? <laughs> Just quickly, what are your favorite parts of, because I love the floats, but for me, my favorite part of the Macy's Parade is that 45 minutes before the parade gets to Herald Square when you're listening to show tunes. That's it for me, too. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. So I learned all the Broadway stuff every year, what was going to be happening. I remember being a teenager and seeing Rent, and I was like, these people look so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Pretty uh, cool thing to do. And I like to, I mean, often the the fake microphone, because they're lip syncing. So there's just like, I really get a joy from watching anybody pretending that they're not lip syncing, you know, like or, and it, like just holding a mic, but they're, you don't need to be holding a mic. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. If they drop the mic, we will hear their voice exactly the same amount. Yeah. yeah you will not yeah. hear the sound of a mic hitting the ground <laughs> i also love is it called america sings is that the with the with the yes. hands i don't know oh, that, yeah that when it would be like a bunch of people in colfull sweatshirts and gloves and they like you know that always was exciting to yeah. me i like when they get all of the cheerleaders in the world and they teach them a routine but there's like 900 of them out there in that block and then they all just <laughs> scream and run off and then another prank <laughs> 
I also just love, you know, the traditional scissors cutting the ribbon. Let's have a parade. I say Uh, it with them every year. It's so much fun. Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's so many good moments, but that to me is like, you know, I cry a lot when I watch the parade, by the way. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. A good Broadway production will make me cry. And Santa's entrance. And also watching high school marching bands because they have worked so hard to get there. They have sold so Mm -hmm. many candy bars. They they made it. They're in New York. They're about to, you know, I love it. And the one yeah. that they always get to stand there and wave. There's always one. They always seem to have one person uh, that they pull aside that stands there and waves. And they're like, hey, they're getting a scholarship or even oh, just yeah. on the route. <laughs> yeah. They'll, you know, they'll have the person that kind of catches the camera's eye. And oh, it's delightful. It, it warms your heart to see people experience what is at that point the greatest moment of their lives. So yeah. these kids who are finally getting to fulfill a dream, like that's exciting to watch. How can that not warm your heart and make you feel good? Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to do a quick aside. Yeah. Because clearly we're all huge fans of this parade and there are other things besides just the balloons that we love. But let's talk about the balloons. Okay. What else is on y'all's lists? Well, here's a a little more obscure one. I think it was only Mm. in 2008, the Keith Haring balloon. I'm just a huge Keith Haring fan. And I didn't even realize actually until I was looking at the list. So I don't know if that's even fair of me to say, but I just thought, oh, that's so cool that they had a Keith Haring balloon, but then they didn't, they didn't use it again. So I don't know. They only use it that one year. I think so. I did a little research on it, but I Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe my research isn't correct. There are a lot of them that aren't there for that long. They just appear because it's either in promotion of something or whatever is super popular at the time. SpongeBob's been there repeatedly. It's kind of a measure. The parades become a reflection of what's popular with children at that moment. But I also like that they do put artists doing interesting stuff up there in addition Mm -hmm. to you know, stuff for kids. Like, I always love that Yayoi Kusama, the big red sun with the white polka dots. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. So like, oh, yeah, cool. those art pieces that they kind of just like, hey, here's just a little bit of an art thing that has no, we're not trying to sell toys or a cartoon or anything. They did it in, I think, 69 with the ball, the just the, the yellow smiley face ball, mm-hmm. you know, just sort of iconic pop art going in. I kind of love that, too. Yeah. We're looking right now at the year 2000. That's what's up on our screens. And one of my top 10 is on here. Sort of similar to the same reason why Clifford the Big Red Dog is on there. Can I guess which one? Yes. Is it the honeybee? It's not the honeybee. Ah! I do love the honeybee. (laughs) And I love Honey Nut Cheerios. (laughs) <laughs> my, I, my choice was Barney the purple dinosaur because yeah. he's a dinosaur. He should be huge. I wanted to be kaiju size and <laughs> him waving in a friendly manner does not mean he isn't also mistakenly stepping on people as he moved around through New York. He's just too big. And that's why I, cho- I chose him for that reason. And that reason alone, I, I was too old for like, I remember yeah. Barney being popular, but that was a different era. I was already at least a teenager. I mean, at this point I was 23 years old in 2000 so it just the idea of a giant of him being a full dinosaur sized creature how what percentage of your list is curated because they are the correct size to be a kaiju walking down the streets of new york i swear this is it (laughs) 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 but i wish i'd applied that to more well there are so many dragons and sea serpents through the early years of doing it that yeah all of those could be actual size Mm -hmm. one that's on my list that could maybe apply is a kool-aid man (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) because he you know he's a He's busting through fences and and walking down the parade. (laughs) It does feel like in a modern, if you were to make, I mean, you could have even done it in the original Ghostbusters. Instead of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man to have the Kool-Aid pitcher terrorizing New York would make as much sense. So seeing a giant 
there's something that familiar about a giant Kool-Aid pitcher. Yeah. Kool-Aid, rather. <laughs> and I really love Kool-Aid. I love it. I haven't had it in a while, but man, it's, it's good. great. It's like pure <laughs> sugar. It's so good. Oh, and you think it's quenching your thirst, but it never is. The visual of making Kool-Aid and how much white sugar you're pouring in that pitcher. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so much sugar. And the sound of a spoon hitting yep. the sides of whatever the container is as you mix it is. Yep. And the sound of grains going away. Just that like, <laughs> like this is getting less and less grainy as I go. <laughs> oh. The shared experience. Yeah. I guess it was rare that I was, I kind of was trying to think of, was there a moment when I was drinking Kool-Aid and watching the Macy's parade? And I thought, no, probably not because drinking Kool-Aid in November seem, it's like, seems like summertime. It, one of the best childhood things of summer and the best childhood things of winter colliding. But now it's all I want in the world yeah. is Kool-Aid in a Macy's parade. Another thing I like about the parade that is um, kind of unrelated, it is unrelated to the balloons is just watching, you know, the NBC newscasters and how did they decorate their desk? And are there these nice fall leaves mm-hmm. and perhaps a pumpkin? And like, you know, and they're in their perfectly like winter. You know, uh, I just I, I yeah. like that part of like the design. What are they? What's their station look like? And it's yes. always is so elaborate with leaves. Yes. My brother and I would always <laughs> on Thanksgiving. It was me and my brother, and my two cousins. Uh, we would play parade when we ate Thanksgiving dinner. And um, and we would each get assigned a, a newscaster. And then we would pretend <laughs> that it was happening out the window. <laughs> oh, that's so perfect. I, love that. I like the bit that Al Roker's been doing lately with the butter guy. You guys. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, that butter is guy this? is stoked. Like, he's like, I can't believe yeah. I got to come back. Yeah. Al Roker loves this butter bit that we did one year. And yep. every year, Al Roker's <laughs> like, hey, bring that butter guy back so I can do that butter bit again. <laughs> It is bonkers and wonderful. I just really love Al Roker. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell he loves this the most of yeah. any of them. He's having a great time. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was always Katie Couric because we have a similar name. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> At the Thanksgiving dinner table, I, I got to be that. You always wore earmuffs that were hiding your ear yeah. underneath. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I only have three left on my list. I feel like I've been burning through them. Do it. Do it. Uh, okay. Uh, one is underdog. Yeah. For no other reason that it's just a cool balloon. It looks exactly like underdog. Yeah. But if I'm going to go with the superhero, my superhero choice would be Super Grover because. Oh, that's nice. I, oh, I love, love Super Grover, Grover. So much, And I love Super Grover every time I wanted him to land properly every time and he never did. And it makes me, I feel like I saw a picture of Super Grover recently and wept. That may be unrelated to Grover and more just things I'm going through, but sure. I love that balloon. It looks great. And it's a character that we all like. We've all grown up with Grover and it's great to see him there in the place of an Elmo or a Big Bird who are also prominent fixtures on the Macy's scene. Well, I'll also add that I really love the Sesame Street float, and that's one I always look forward to every year. Oh, um, yeah. I know a few of the I'm – not I'm not to brag, but I know a few of the puppeteers, and I always text my friend Stephanie, who's a puppeteer on that float, and I always say, stay warm, because in my mind, I can't believe I know somebody that's on that float. Oh, that's so <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really get excited about it. That's so amazing. But like, why not – of course, puppets and Muppets specifically suit themselves so well to a parade float. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. popping out of little doors and singing a song every year. Oh, it's so good. I love it. What else is on your list, Kate? Um, I think I only have three left as well. So here we go. Um, well, Bart Simpson, mainly because I was really excited when the Simpsons began. Bart and I were the same age. Um, mm-hmm. and so I really oh, cool. like thought, oh, that's cool, but he's still that age. Um, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but I, you know, and I also like was really into skateboarding and he's on a skateboard. I, I think. 
He's just cool. Um, and then uh, what are the other ones? I met the Pillsbury Doughboy. Did we talk about the Pillsbury Doughboy? We haven't. No, we Pop haven't. Fresh. Yeah, he he just I think because of his. Uh, he looks like a balloon already. So I think he really, <laughs> he makes a great balloon, you know? <laughs> he also looks like he's flying, like of all of them, because he's got his arms up. Always. So if the Pillsbury Doughboy is angled correctly, it looks like the Pillsbury Doughboy is flying over Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yeah. And uh, then my last one on the list is Snoopy and the football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I love Snoopy. I mean, here we are looking at another Snoopy. I think Snoopy has made his way through the parade in different fashions, but I like the football one. Yep. Feels I very have... Thanksgiving-y. Yeah. <laughs> Snoopy was the only one I had left on my list, too. Oh, any, you did? any version, give me any Snoopy. Yeah. Any Snoopy you want. I was looking at Snoopy as an any Snoopy. Like, yeah, like I, I consider the Snoopy, it's almost not a balloon. It is a concept of balloon and it always is changing. And it's like, there will always be Snoopy here. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of years where they take him away and then they bring him back with a whole new like overlay or something. But yeah, I think he's so iconic in the history of the parade and for so much of it. Yeah. You know, it, when was Aviator Snoopy it was 1969, I think was when mm-hmm. it or 68. And then they did an astronaut version and then they did Aviator again. And then they just had various versions throughout. Like, yeah, I love that Snoopy. And the is. astronaut just came back, I think, either last year or the year before. Oh because, yeah, because of the yeah. Apple TV Plus series, and right, and he's been—he was the NASA safety mascot back in '69, or even earlier than that. He's been entrenched in space exploration for as long as it's been around. I feel like Snoopy may have gone to the moon more than anybody else. <laughs> Probably. <That's right. laughs> astronauts always there. would like, do they take a stuffed Snoopy with them? Like, Probably. Even, like, yeah, Probably. it seems like a thing that if you go to the moon, you take a, you like, because you do the tests of uh, yeah zero gravity. Mm-hmm. I think the stuff Snoopy is the correct thing to bring. Yeah. Always. Oh my gosh. I love me some Snoopy. How about you, Mark? What other ones do yeah. you have you not told us about? Well, I've I've gotten a bunch that y'all have mentioned. The ones specific to me that nobody else mentioned, I think, were because of just my love for Disney, I've always loved that there has frequently been from the earliest days, uh, not always but frequently, a great Mickey. Mm-hmm. There's always yeah. a really good Mickey Mouse. Whether he is, you know, just Mickey himself or if he's like sailor or a pilot or whatever version of Mickey they're doing. Mm-hmm. I always love to go along with Snoopy. I love that Charlie Brown got his shot in there. The one where Charlie Brown is running toward the football. I love that. Yep. The Yayoi Kusama I mentioned before, Kaliki Baby. And I have one left and he is from a really cool, weird era of the Macy's Day Parade. And that's the mid-1940s, 1945 to 1948. They basically put together a rep company. And all of these balloons tended to turn into other balloons. So a teddy bear was turned into a panda bear and back. An ice cream cone was flipped over and turned into a gnome who was in the parade for 20 years. (laughs) A pilgrim was turned into a pirate. But I think nobody embodies this better than Harold. Harold is, if you think of Macy's classic Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, Harold is the parade balloon that was there starting in the 1940s and has since become sort of an iconic image of the parade. I think first he was a hobo. Then that was 1945. He was a hobo. The next year he got himself a lucky break. 1946. He was a baseball player. Then I guess that was unfulfilling for him. So by 1947, he had joined the police force. And then ultimately in 1948, maybe he thought that the police force wasn't for him and he could do more good. 
as a fireman, at which point he became the iconic fireman that was only there for one year, but has been brought back multiple times since 2001. The star on his hat was replaced with the FDNY badge mm-hmm. after 9-11. And so I think that the last one on my list is Harold because he is the workhorse of Macy's Thanksgiving Day balloons. Well, these are great. So we have a lot of balloons in common. We have some outliers as well. Mm-hmm. I think there are some front runners of this group, but why don't we take a break real quick? And then when we come back, we will determine once and for all the greatest Macy's Day Parade balloon. We'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Doesn't matter who you are or what you have, life can be stressful. And I'm someone who has a job who's married it's going fine but i still suffer from stress i suffer from depression anxiety we all do and even if you're not feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss if your stress is high you could probably use the chance to unload better help is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist and it can be more affordable than in-person therapy See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and We Got This listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash We Got This. Have your first session in under 48 hours at B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash We Got This. Hi, it's Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun. It's the Thanksgiving season, and I want to take this opportunity to thank you, the members of Maximum Fun. This Max Fund Drive, your generosity and your love of pins helped us raise over $90,000 to help bridge the digital divide. Families without internet access struggle to do things that the rest of us might take for granted, especially during COVID. Going to school, applying for jobs, finding medical care. Your donations help the nonprofit Everyone On. They provide equipment, services, and training to get people online so they can access opportunity. You can find out more about the great work Everyone On does at everyoneon.org. Thanks for supporting Maximum Fun. Thanks for supporting Everyone On. And thanks for being awesome people who want to do good in the world. And we're back. And we're here. We've got... 30, well, not 30, fewer because there's so much crossover. I think there are a few here that kind of stand out as finalists. I have the idea in my head of which one I think is the best, but Mm -hmm. I'm curious, do either of you at this point, do you have one in your head that if I said, all right, right now, best balloon, you'd be able to answer or is Mm. it, is it a really difficult decision? Are you down to like one or two or two or three or even more? It's a tough one. And also the question becomes, what are we looking for here? Is it Mm -hmm. the most iconic? Is it Mm -hmm. the one that's been around the most? Is it some combination of pop culture and accuracy? Or is it just the history of someone like, is it Harold? Harold, yeah. Yeah, who's continued to survive in different forms, but is only known as, you know, it's just is part of the parade and is from the parade only. Mm -hmm. You know, when I, when I think about it, if somebody were to say, what, what's your favorite balloon? Just like on the, if if I, somebody came up to me on the street, Mm -hmm. I think my favorite balloon is one that was on, one of your lists, but not on my list. If I, isn't that crazy? That's wild. Well, um, (laughs) but, I, should I just say who I'm thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spider-Man. I, when I think of a Thanksgiving Day Parade, <laughs> I really think of Spider-Man. <laughs> it's, it is an enormous, enormous balloon, too. Yeah. And, it and it's is so great. awkward. Yeah. 
and they refuse to change it. They're like, no, he he's presenting, and this is how we're going to bring it to New York. <laughs> That's it. Like, ready for his exam. That's oh my god. I do look. I love the Spider Man float. <laughs> what have you I got? got to, I got to see it live. What do you have in your head? Do you have one that you think is the winner? I for me, I think it comes down to what are our criteria that we're mm-hmm. looking at. That as we always do, like what makes it the best. I think all of those things that you mentioned. I think longevity. I think association with the parade. I think there's sort of that you know intangible. Oh, it's this one. Oh, thank God. I could. I if if I was not in the room when this balloon came through, I'd be mad. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and I think that for me, there are two of those and they are Snoopy and Harold. I know Harold is a weird outlier one for me, but personally, I love that one. But I think object, if we're looking objectively, I think the mountain is Snoopy's to get pushed off of right now. What do you guys think? I would agree that Snoopy's like a a, a constant and you can't really go wrong with Snoopy. So I I would agree with that. What do you think, Hal? I feel that way too. I feel like no matter what outfit you put of it, it's a home run every time. Yeah. Whether it's football, whether you put him in the Santa hat and like dress him up for the winter, or if you put him back in his astronaut costume, just like, I don't know. There's something about Snoopy that is real cool. Like you want your dog to be Snoopy in some way, right? Like yeah. if you have a dog, you want it to be Snoopy. You want to have a closeness. I mean, you want a better relationship than you have with Charlie Brown because that was not a healthy relationship. And you also want him to be an astronaut or you want him to be an astronaut, an aviator. Yeah. He kind of represents so many different things from. Just limitless imagination to the space program to life insurance. And (laughs) (laughs) it does feel like if his balloon's not there, it feels like something is missing. You don't feel that way with any other balloon. They can all sort of come and go. But Snoopy is the constant. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, are we all safe to say that Snoopy's the winner? It seems Snoopy seems like the correct choice. It, It felt like it going in and we talked about a lot of great ones, but. I think Snoopy has held his own in this particular battle. How? Finding a Snoopy. There he is. Oh, look, look, he's ice skating. He's ice skating. People of the world, the world's favorite beagle. There's nothing that he can't do, including dominate the Macy's Day Parade. Just by being there, everybody wants to know what he's going to be wearing. What's his outfit going to be this year? And he has become synonymous with the parade. And... It's just always great to see him. He warms your heart because you remember him from childhood. You appreciate the themes of depression and anxiety when you're an adult that's brought up by peanuts. So he's a balloon for all ages and all people. That's what makes him the best Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade balloon. I was trying to add more words in there, but that was enough of them. I feel like this is such a heartwarming moment. Like, yeah. like it, it, we really did it, guys. We we discovered the best balloon together yeah. as a team. Yeah. That is, and isn't that what the holidays are all about? Yeah. People coming together and really hashing out something like this. Snoopy and sweet potato pie. Oh. (laughs) Wow. We did it. This is so great. You know what I loved about this is that there was no, you know, we'll have episodes and it's always great when people have strong feelings. We encourage it a hundred percent. We don't have to agree. We're always going to come to a common ground, but this was just a celebration of something that we all love. And that feels really good especially for the Thanksgiving holiday. I feel like this could be a really fun club. Like we need to find more people that are this passionate about the parade. And maybe we could just say it like if, if you are, then tweet us and like, let's start a club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we will all be together on Thanksgiving morning. And we know exactly where everyone will be yes. watching live. And we can be chatting about all the fun things. Yes. I love it. Let's do it, everybody. Yeah. I'm in.
Well, this topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter or you can email us. We got this podcast at gmail.com or hang out on our Facebook group with us. Let's talk about all the balloons that we love in our favorite parade moments. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash. We got this podcast. Kate McCucci. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This was like just truly pure fun, and I can't thank you enough. Oh, it was a blast. Where do you want people to go? Like, where should they be following? You're always doing so much amazing stuff. You are so talented and hilarious, and everybody should be. Where where can they stay up to date? You can just follow me on Instagram. Uh, It's just my name, Kate Micucci, K-A-T-E-M-I-C-U-C-C-I, or same for Twitter. Um, that's about it. All right. Well, thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world, for giving us an opportunity to sit down with one of our favorite, most delightful people and talk about one of our favorite, most delightful things, the Macy's Day Parade. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. Don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.